we can see that with the Alex Jones thing. If he would not say the word Zionism, he is not saying that word as a mouthpiece for whoever he truly represents. I want to believe he is uh, he, he's uh, on the side of good, just like I want to believe Elon Musk in some respect is as well. But it's really hard when there's a clear example of him not saying one word, which is the word that we should all be talking about. Not about Jews, about Zionists that want to rule over us and depopulate us. We're the carbon they want to reduce. Well, in my opinion, this is an extremely important broadcast. That was my personal friend, and we'll get into that on this broadcast, Chris Kay. He's a 28-year military jet pilot, a husband, a father, and a patriot. In this conversation, we go into the territory that has been off-limits for decades. The one word people seem really afraid to talk about and address, Zionism. What is it? What are the perils of Zionism? And what belief system can you evidently never criticize, lest you be called anti-Semitic? Thanks so much for tuning in, friends. Lots of clips and important information to share in this one. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. If you're trying to navigate market turbulence, why not set your course to Noble Gold Investments? With global uncertainty looming, your savings and retirement plan is under siege. But there's one asset that has stood the test of time, and that's gold. Unlock peace of mind that comes with owning gold, the ultimate safe haven. And if precious metals are new to you, Noble Gold Investments will hold your hand through the entire process. They have a team of experts who will guide you every step of the way. Thousands of investors have sheltered their retirement savings with Noble Gold Investments. Now always do your own due diligence and there's no investment guarantee of any type with any investment. But with gold at an all-time high and looking to climb much further, this may be the perfect time. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA and secure your future with a free three ounce silver American virtue coin. Act now before it's too late. Call 877-646-5347 and claim your free gold coin before it's gone. Or just visit noblegoldinvestments.com right now. It's the gold company I trust. The link is below. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report with a returning guest and a personal friend of mine. And I'm very glad to have him back on the call. Guys, he's a patriot. He's a 28-year active duty and reserves veteran of the Marine Corps. And yes, a jet pilot, the one, the only Chris K is back. You know him, myreadyfamily.com. It's time to prep or get left behind. We're going to jump into the deep end on a very, very important topic as the world wakes up to a very complex topic called Zionism. People are talking about it. People like Tucker Carlson. Brother Nathaniel was just on Alex Jones. And boy, was Alex befuddled. We have so much to talk about today, including what if we've been lied to about the state of Israel? So much going on in the world. So fascinating. What an exciting time to be alive. How are you, Chris? Sean, I'm doing great. Thanks a lot for having me on. And I love that in your intro, you talk about what ifing, what if we've been lied to, what if uh, this whole, the whole organization globally is nothing but lies at the corporate level, media, government, everything else. We always have to think what if, and that's why I prepared my family for any contingency. That's why I put it together in the family prep plan, like you mentioned. And uh, that's just a good habit pattern for people to go through, especially now. We need to 
we need to examine everything through that filter, a what ifing filter of of what if things are going to go wrong and what if we have been lied to. So let's dig in and talk about those different topics. You know what I like about you, man? And I said it in the intro, we are personal friends. You know, you came out on a boat with us this summer, your wife, my wife, the four of us, we had a great time. We've really gotten to know each other well over the past couple of years. And uh, you know what's going to save this country, man? People like you, especially veterans, especially military men, especially those of you who have the courage to stand up, speak out and speak truth, biblical truth about the world we live in and point the fingers at the bad guys. And I think I keep saying this, Chris, time and time again, the bad guys are Zionists. It's a complex term. Most Americans have no idea what Zionism is. And I always say it goes back to the House of Rothschild, the Belfort Declaration, the Rothschilds created the political movement called Zionism. And as Biden has said so many times, you don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist. And I'm a proud Zionist. That's Joe Biden said that. It's an important topic. How would you even begin to decipher or define the word Zionism, Chris, especially to newbies? Well, let me back up for just a second, because so many people in the church in America, the churchy church in America and out of it, as soon as you start talking about Zionism, as soon as you start saying anything bad about the nation state of Israel, they will shut down. And so somehow uh, the truth movement, I think, has to get around a good way of approaching people, newbies, people that maybe have conservative values but haven't spent any time doing the research for themselves, people that are just listening to what their pastor is telling them from the mega church, or Lindsey Graham is telling them about uh, funding Israel and writing them a blank check. So, and we talked about this a little bit, just the whole concept of of asking yourself what if is so powerful. Like from a military background, from a a flying an airplane background, you're always what ifing every situation. What if this goes wrong? What if I don't fully see the situation as it is and I need to get more information? Because in a car, you can pull off the side of the road and figure it out. In an airplane, not so much, especially if you're in the middle of the Pacific Ocean with only one place to land, an aircraft carrier, or if you're over territory where the people don't like you, you want to what if all your situations uh, and, and scenarios and what ifing the information you have is one of the most important ones. So I would encourage your audience, which is as aware and awake and um, and, uh, and and working and doing their own research as, as much as any audience of any truth are out there. I would still encourage everybody to to consider the words you just said and 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 do their own research and some of the research that you're going to provide today. And you did recently with Dr. Dave Janda, um, because what if think of it this way, what if the nation state of Israel is the greatest marketing scam in history, bigger than the, the vaccine masquerading as a, or the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, as you show. So, uh, well, uh, well say it. What if it's bigger than the military industrial complex? What if it's bigger than any of them? What if, and and you're a marketing guy from a background, think about the marketing triumph just by using the the word Israel in naming the new nation state. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think you're, uh, you're spot on. What if we've been lied to about everything? I'm going to play a clip during this interview from a very brilliant woman who was featured by Max Egan, at the Crow House over on Bitshoot. And she talks about the history of the Bible, the biblical history of the written word, and how it was changed in the King James Version of the Bible to essentially create the word Jews. 
previously it was never in the Bible, according to this woman, and I think she's right. We'll play that clip in just a minute, but where I want to start today is with this soundbite from Dr. Shiva Ayodori. He's running for president as an independent. He's brilliant. Had him on the show recently, had him on several times in the past, and uh, trigger warning, guys. I believe he drops the F-bomb. We're going to play it anyway, though, because when I asked him about Zionism and I asked him to define it, Chris, he said, it is the belief that a few are better than the many, and these chosen few have the right to manipulate the many, the masses. And that's what Zionism is. Simplified version, of course. But imagine the money masters controlling the fiat printing presses, creating this thing called Zionism, and then hiding behind the term so you can never criticize them or what they do. Here's Dr. Shiva on Zionism. But if we want to truly help the Palestinian people, if we want to really help the American people, we have to end the occupation of the United States of America from Zionism. And that is what we have to talk about. End the occupation, not ceasefire now. Ceasefire now is a bogus fucking slogan. Sorry to say it. It's the truth. I've seen it for 40 years and all the liberal Jewish Zionists are the ones who are controlling all of those protest movements. All righty. So that's Dr. Shiva. A brief clip about his thoughts about Zionism. I want to play another clip here in just one second. Uh, but did you happen to see Brother Nathaniel on Alex Jones recently, Chris? I don't want to put you on the spot, but uh, it was quite fascinating. I'll tell you why in a second. Yeah, I did catch some of that. And I I, uh, I, I first saw Brother Nathaniel probably 10 years ago when a friend of mine in a Bible study was trying so hard to wake up the rest of us. And 10 years ago, he was saying, Brother Nathaniel was saying the exact same things. And I thought it was crazy at that time because I was in the church. It was it was support Israel. I stand with Israel. It was Israel, 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 which obviously goes back to the promise that God made to Abram in Genesis 12. And we can go into the actual scripture and look at what was said and what Paul then later talked about. Um, because right now, the churchy church and the conservative Christian Zionists, as Major Jeffrey Prather well calls them. They're so focused on the the nations that will bless you, I will bless. And that one sentence at any cost and not examining any of the true history, which Brother Nathaniel goes into, as you and you will as well. But the history, the globalist history of that nation state is what everybody needs to understand. So, yeah, please play that. Well, let me show you here, and maybe we'll just blindly uh, play a clip because I searched and searched before I got on with you because I know, here's the thing, let me show the interview, at least uh, see Alex's uh, reaction to what Brother Nathaniel <laughs> Alex really had his hands full because I don't think, here's my opinion about Alex Jones. And by the way, Alex Jones helped wake me up. I'm an early adopter of Alex Jones. I yeah. heard about him from a friend when I was working at Target Corporation, as you noted, in the marketing department at headquarters for 10 years. I worked there. I began working at Target in 1998 and I met a friend of mine. His name is Sim. Sim told me about Alex Jones and I was immediately hooked. So 1998, <laughs> I started listening to Alex Jones. Well, here's Alex and some people will call him a gatekeeper. I actually don't see him that way except for this topic. The one word that would not escape Alex's mouth. He would not allow the words to escape his lips during this interview. And Brother Nathaniel said the word. The word is Zionism. Now, there's a lot of talk about Jews in this interview, which really had Alex befuddled as he tried to, you know, defend the concept that not all Jews are bad. And, you know, I'll give uh, I have a little empathy for Alex in an interview like this. But I tell you what, Brother Nathaniel kind of ate him up and spit him out. 
And uh, the one word that Alex refused to say, which Brother Nathaniel said time and time again, was Zionism. Zionists. That is the root of our problems. And I think it's a very, very interesting thing to talk about when we know that we're being ruled by people who are probably, at the very least, dual citizens of another nation, but also Zionists, people like Mayorkas. Now, this clip is going viral because of Elon Musk, who wrote, aiding and abetting illegal immigration is a felony crime. Let's watch a little bit of this clip together, Chris, and then I want your thoughts on the plague of Zionism and people in the current government who do not give two you-know-whats about our country or its sovereignty or the people of this nation. Check this out. I'm a tough grader on myself, and I give myself um, an A for effort. A border shutdown in El Paso, Texas, as hundreds force their way onto the Paso del Norte International Bridge. The Loopville crossing has been closed due to a recent surge of migrants beyond what Border Patrol agents can handle. Outnumbered and out-resourced, Border Patrol agents say they are struggling to keep up with this massive influx of migrants descending on our southern border. Why were you not prepared for this? We have seen uh, large numbers of migration in the past. 12,000 people in a single day crossing the border illegally. That's a, an all-time record. How can you say the border is secure? It is my testimony that the border is secure. I'm going to just pause it right there. It makes my blood boil. And look, the purpose of this show is to bring the real news to the people, the news that is obfuscated by CNN, MSNBC, WAPO, etc. The man literally says, I give myself an A for effort. Chris, we should watch more of that clip because I bet it makes your blood boil, too. But that's a Zionist giving himself an A for effort. Oh, yeah. It's watching a clip of the enemy enemy talking to us. They are traitors. They are globalist tools because they're doing the work of the globalists. And that's just so clear. Open borders is one policy that the globalists have been talking about for for centuries. Um and, and you look at the brilliance of their campaign, and if you look precisely at the creation of the nation state of Israel and how brilliant their campaign has been, uh, and we're not talking about Jewish people, we're not talking about the ethnic Jews here, because as soon as we bring up anything about Zionism and talk bad about Israel, we get labeled, we get labeled anti-Semites, we get labeled pro-Hamas, when in fact we're pro-humanity. Um, so words matter. And the fact that they named the nation state of Israel, Israel, I think is the most brilliant part of their uh, of their deception. Apparently, if you look at Wikipedia, there were five or six other potential names. But because they chose the name Israel, it, it identifies in the minds of the American Christian establishment as the Genesis 12 promised to Abraham. So as soon as or Abram at that time. As soon as they identified as Israel, the American Christian church goes, ah, they're God's chosen people. We need to support them at any cost. Right. And so, as you always say, follow the money. Who's benefiting here and who has been benefiting for 75 plus years? Clearly, it's that nation state. Clearly, it's the amount of the trillions and trillions, untold trillions of dollars that have been funneled directly to sustain that nation state. Um the warfare and our welfare warfare state has been propping them up. And we're probably we know we've lost American lives directly, the USS Liberty. And who knows how many special operations type people have been doing the work of the nation state of Israel and are doing it right now and probably are about to with tens of thousands of, of military U.S. military personnel over there 
um, in harm's way for the false flag event, which is being set up just like you and Dr. Dave talked about. So you follow the money, follow who benefits. It's the military industrial complex. It's the pharmacological industrial complex. It's the median. It's all these complexes, these corporatocracies, which go back. You read about the Committee of 300 and how they've come together and all the different elite families and the elite companies going back to the East India Company, the British East India Company, and how they weave the control and the manipulation and Edward Bernays and the Royal Tavistock Institute and, and the control of populations and how they collaborated with Nazi Germany. The eugenicists basically coached Nazi Germany how to conduct themselves. And they've gotten now with the new globalist state from, since 1948, they've gotten America to support that at any cost. And they've got American Christians to believe this our duty to God to support them at any cost. So that's why I say, what if we've been deceived? What if this is the most brilliant marketing scam in world history? Yeah, I think you're spot on. And uh, wasn't it Lindsey Graham who said we should offer Israel whenever they have an issue, whenever they need us, a blank check, no questions asked. I mean, wouldn't you love to have that model as a nation state? Right. You're just like, OK, whatever we need, America will pay for. No questions asked. Because when you have politicians in your back pocket, evidently, well, you get to level Gaza and uh, anybody who criticizes it, well, they're an anti-Semite. And I think what's interesting about this topic right now, and it's really gone ballistic globally, people are really talking about this now, whereas 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I couldn't have a conversation with most people about Zionism. A, they would either think I'm an anti-Semite or B, they just wouldn't know what I'm talking about at all. They weren't equipped to have the conversation. They didn't know the language. Well, now, because of what's happening between Israel and Palestine and the leveling of Gaza, more than 14,000 Gazan children dead since October 7th. That's the official count. I'm sure it's much higher. Because of that conflict, people like Tucker Carlson are going after people like Ben Shapiro, who is an absolute foaming at the mouth Zionist. And Ben Shapiro, by the way, when asked about Jesus Christ, said, no, we don't believe he was the savior. We don't even believe he was a prophet. He was just a guy with stuff to say. That pretty much literally is what Ben Shapiro had to say about the Lord Jesus Christ. So let me play this clip. This is Tucker Carlson talking about that man I just mentioned, Ben Shapiro. I really care, but I, I did think it showed like the level of not just corruption, which I knew, but of like emotional instability and craziness. I mean, there are people, and I stopped reading any of it, but there are people on the right who have spent the last two months every single day focused on a conflict in a foreign country as our own country becomes dangerously unstable on the brink of financial collapse with tens of millions of people who shouldn't be here in the country. We don't know their identities or the purpose of their being here. Like stuff that could destroy the country for real and make it impossible for my kids to live here. They've said nothing about that, and they're focused with laser intensity on foreign conflicts. And I'm like, at some point, it, it, I've got four kids. If I'm so caught up in the problems of my neighbor's children and completely ignoring my own children as they get addicted to drugs and kill themselves, you know, I'm not against helping my neighbor's kids, but clearly I don't love my kids. I mean, right. that's, that's, you know, that's the only logical conclusion, and they don't care about the country at all. And that's, you know, that's kind of their prerogative, but I do because I have no choice, because I'm from here, my family's been here hundreds of years, I plan to stay here. Like, I, I'm shocked by how little they care about the country, and including the person you mentioned. And I, I can't imagine how someone like that could get an audience of people who claim to about, uh, care about America, because he doesn't. 
obviously. All right, Chris, I'm coming back to you. Isn't it fascinating? See, this is the reason for the conversation today, because finally, this untouchable topic, this undiscussable in the town square topic is now front and center. And it needs to be because if we don't discuss Zionism and people who are beholden to another nation state instead of our own, we're going to lose our country. Mayorkas, case in point, Ben Shapiro, case in point. These people are foaming at the mouth to open the borders and level Gaza. And if we, the people ever criticize them, we're called anti-Semites. That's a non-starter, man. I'm not buying it anymore. Just because I want to talk about Rothschild Zionism doesn't mean I hate all Jews. It certainly doesn't make me an anti-Semite. Or you, right? You're not an anti-Semite, are you? Not at all. And the fact that uh, that is, it's the term has been brought out into uh, more normal usage and people are pondering it and wondering, what if? What if we've been deceived? That is huge. And I love Dr. Shiva's uh, short description or definition of Zionism. It truly is representative of the group that wants to control everybody else. They think we are useless eaters. The eugenicists have been around for centuries. And that term, I thought that was a new term from Yuval Noah Harari, this whole useful eater thing. That's not the case. They thought that we were expendable and uh, and extra and useless eaters for hundreds of years in the eugenicist movement going back pre-Charles Darwin and including Charles Darwin that set the stage for Nazi Germany. And like I said, coach Nazi Germany, that's what they think of us. And they think that they should have total control of the world's resources, total control of humanity. And that's why they think we truly are resources. And th- I think we've had the conversation before. That's why corporate departments have the HR department, human resources, and it's not called the people assets department or something like that resources are things are commodities they're things that you use up and are renewable and humans are renewable exactly and that's their people and therefore disposable yeah yeah If if we call them assets an asset is something that you cultivate and encourage and build and use and it creates value over and over and you and you appreciate it and it has true value for you that's why People are really assets from a from a business standpoint. So why do corporations call them the human resources department? It's because they're really in a corporate, fascio corporate mindset. They're expendable. And that's what, what the elites and the governments think about human resources. Every war, all the banksters' wars and elite wars that have happened, it's just to expand those human resources on the battlefield in places like Gaza, Dresden, Nagasaki, Hiroshima, Tokyo. They expend those resources to gain the control and gain the um, exclusive right in their mind to use those and to uh, and to expend the people. And that's what's going on right now. So if you look again, who benefits? Follow the money. Why is this whole Gaza situation being propped up and encouraged by the globalist nation state? They're the winners because they're trying to solve this Palestinian people problem, which they've had since 1948 when they moved in. And that's another question that American Christians have to ask us. All of a sudden, hundreds of thousands and millions of of Jewish ethnic people showed up in Israel. Where did they move into? Where did all the people that live there, what happened to all of them? Are the stories of genocide and murder and displacement and refugees, are those possibly true? Because all those people went someplace, and over the course of time, they sequestered them in an open-air prison called Gaza, and so now, if Israel has justification and has the U.S. providing them the bombs and ammo and everything else and money to uh, or currency, I should say, to uh, to level Gaza and hopefully solve this Palestinian problem, number that's their number one benefit is to get rid of the people, which they are doing by tens of thousands. That we know that 
Uh, what else do they benefit? Well, the whole WEF 15 minute city thing, think Maui, think Acapulco, Gaza, seaside uh, real estate. They would love to have a 15 minute smart city right there. The offshore resources, that's another third huge benefit that they're getting by this. So if you follow the money, you see all these different areas where they benefit the, the, the currency flowing in from the U.S., the Ben-Gurion Canal going through there to compete with the Suez Canal. This is nothing more than a fascio corporate type play to gain the access, gain the territory, gain the, the wealth of the offshore energy. It's a business move. And we all think it's supporting Israel because they're God's chosen people. And so the American church has got to open our eyes. The mega church pastors that are putting this out, the talking heads on the quote unquote conservative or, or right side of the aisle, quote unquote Republicans, rhinos and non-rhinos together, the Speaker of the House. These people have got to realize that we are not supporting God's chosen ethnic people. I think we're supporting the globalist, Luciferian, Zionist cabal that just wants to control all of us. Hey, friends, apologies for the quick break and a word from our sponsor. Have you ever known a time when everything has been in this much chaos? The markets are all over the place and nobody's quite sure what to do. What are you doing to make sure your money is safe? Precious metals, gold and silver, have seen us through wars, depressions, and natural disasters for thousands of years. Now, always do your own diligence as there is no guarantee in any investment of any kind, but gold and silver might just be the answer right now. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today and claim your free three ounce silver American virtue coin. Yes, free. Call 877-646-5347 right now and safeguard your financial future against market volatility. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. The link is below. Zionist cabal that just wants to control all of us. I think you're right. I think the world's waking up to that too. And in a minute, we'll go biblical, right? We're really going to get into the roots of this illusion that's been perpetrated against humanity, guys. And uh, before I play that clip, though, I just want to mention uh, Robert Breedlove. I've mentioned him quite a bit lately. He's an author. He's a big Bitcoin guy. And he keeps talking about how the corruption of money directly corrupts society every single time throughout history. Corrupt money, like what we have because of the fiat printing presses, because of the privately owned Federal Reserve. We have corrupt money, which has corrupted our society and our government through and through. So when we talk about this topic, guys, you have to think about endless wars, wars without end, 34 trillion in debt because of the fiat printing presses. You got to think about 5G, bioweapons masquerading as vaccines, open borders. Okay, this is all the result of this Zionist control of our government. The World Economic Forum now, and you rightly mentioned Yuval Harari. He's really the water boy for Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. But it's funny to hear you say that uh, you thought the term useless eaters was something that came out of his mouth for the first time. And I know they've been saying this. They've been calling us useless eaters for hundreds and hundreds of years. And you mentioned right. the Committee of 300 by John Coleman. I think you own the book. You should hold it up if you have it handy, because on the back of that, we have Fritz Springmeier's book, Bloodlines of the Illuminati. See, this is all the stuff that ought to be taught in grade schools to children, the real history. So let's get biblical on this. And I want to play this clip. This comes from the Crow House, our buddy Max Egan, who played this clip. And it's probably eight minutes long. 
in total. But I just wanted to start with this, a real historian talking about what was really in the Bible prior to the King James Version of the Bible. Check this out. Well, the, the King James Version was written in uh, 1611, and that's when the major change was made. And instead of Judean and Judahite, uh, the word was changed to Jew. The word nations is sometimes actually translated correctly, but uh, and in other parts it's translated heathen, which is, means un- non-believer in, in the true God, and that is also correct. But then they call it Gentiles. Uh, what they have done is they've taken a form of worship. In other words, do you worship the true God or do you worship multiple pagan gods? That's what the word Judahite or Judean or Yehudi means, uh, uh, that you worship the true God. And the word nations or heathen means you worship many pagan gods. So it was a form of worship. But what the translators have done is they've changed it into a supposed ethnicity as though there are ethnic Jews and ethnic Gentiles. Um, The Old Testament Israelites were not Jews. The Old Testament Israelites were just people. And in fact, when they came out of Egypt in the Exodus, the Bible tells us that they were a mixed multitude. They were not Jews. Uh, So the present-day Jews, those who call themselves Jews, uh, have no relationship at all to the Old Testament Israelites and have no right to the land of Palestine, none at all. Uh, the present-day Jews, as you well know, are a, actually of Gentile, if you will, origin. They are uh, barbarian from barbarian-Mongol Turks uh, who accepted the cu- culture and religion of Judaism in, in about the 8th century. So the present-day Jews, the people who are occupying Israel, uh, have no right to be there. And the whole idea that they are the chosen people is is baloney. It has nothing to do with that. Jesus was not a Jew. Uh, almost every religion believes that Jesus was a Jew, an ethnic Jew. He was not. Not only that, the the Jews of today say if your mother was a Jew, well, then you are a Jew. But Jesus had uh, lots of non-Israelites in his lineage. Okay, so for those to whom that's new, I would think you'd all find that pretty darn interesting because the official story is the Jews are God's chosen people, therefore Israel, therefore they can do anything they want. Therefore, we're not the chosen people, so we just have to put up with it. And I've had quite enough of it. And one other thing I want to say, because Chris, I want your thoughts on what you just heard, and we'll talk about the biblical truth. But uh, one other thing I want to say is that these Khazar Jews, the Khazarian Mafia, the House of Rothschild, they've hijacked this story to hide behind it so we can never criticize them. The money printers, the money changers, the same people Jesus got mad at in the temple. I think it's the root of all evil. And they hide behind this entire thing. And one last thing I'll say is that there are many Orthodox Jews. They fill stadiums and many Orthodox Jews are speaking out against Zionism. They march against Zionism on the streets of New York. They have rallies in stadiums speaking out against Zionism. So that's where I want to focus today. But your thoughts on anything you just heard and what is the biblical truth here? People need to understand. Well, this is why I use the term marketing or the marketing campaign. It's like the marketing campaign of global warming that became climate change. It's like what Gene Fonda's margarine anti-butter marketing campaign is taking something bad and marketing it as something good and making millions and billions of people 
believe that it is. And so uh, I always go back to what Christ said in the book of John. He said three times in John 12, 14, and 16, that the devil is the ruler of this world. And then in John 8, he said, the devil is the father of lies. And so if the devil is the ruler of this world and all worldly institutions, governments, media, you name it, Hollywood, Oprah, they're all going to be doing the will of their father. And if their father is the father of lies, they are going to lie, lie, lie. And we have to believe and understand every individual American, every individual world sovereign citizen needs to understand that their default setting is to lie. And if they're telling the truth, it's just setting us up for another lie. And so the terminology they use, the uh, the names, and and I will tell you that that video clip kind of freaked me out too. When she says that Jesus is not a Jew, as a Christian reading the Bible, I that kind of that rubs me the wrong way. But I know that the devil is the father of lies, and so I need to consider the possibility that the way they position it, the multiple human-made translations of the original inspired, infallible, perfect word in Hebrew and Greek, that there will be untold efforts of the of the satanists to change what now me as a 2024 christian reads in the bible so i have to understand that, that there's a possibility that they've been able to inject now god is sovereign he is able to preserve his word he has preserved his word for centuries but did he in every single version of the hundred different english translations of the bible they can't all be perfect because a lot of times they they um they don't match each other. And so the inspired, perfect, infallible initial word in the original languages by the original authors is absolutely perfect and infallible. But humans have had their hands in the translations. And so what she says, it does make me uncomfortable. And I know there's all kinds of history there, like you said, with the Ashkenazis, the Kazarians. Uh, Dustin Nemo's coming on your program and talking at length about the Edomites and how and what the real ethnic background is of what we call Jews, ethnic Jews, just by using that term, there are a lot of of uncertainties there. But in my mind, the bottom line, if you look at the nation state of Israel and who set it up and why they set it up, the Balfour Declaration, the British Crown, the Rothschilds, the elites of Europe, they did not act for the good of humanity to set up the nation state of Israel in 1948. The United Nations with the resolution of 19 November 1947, I think it was, they're not acting for the good of humanity. They have their ulterior motive. And because they're mainly Luciferians, they may want to hasten the arrival of their, their Antichrist, which part of that is the nation state of Israel being reestablished, the temple being rebuilt, all these things that are in biblical prophecy. I think they've been trying to get that moved along. And the American nation and the churchy church of America have been propelling that to the detriment of our own country. I think that's 100% right. And I think the whole history of this world has been rewritten and we'll never know the full history, but there are so many great researchers sussing out the real history and looking at old buildings from the 1700s, 1800s buildings, you know, the saying they don't build them like that anymore. Well, yeah, no kidding. Especially if they were able to pull free energy from the atmosphere. Okay. Tesla like technology, the pyramids of Giza. All right. Try building those again today. So here's the thing. Those in power can rewrite history to say whatever they want. Do people even understand the orphan trains in America that ran for 75 years with hundreds of thousands of children trafficked? Just like we have 85,000 missing children because of the open border, because of Biden and Mayorkas, because of Zionism, because of the desire to destroy our country from within. 85,000 immigrant children have vanished into either the sex or the slave trade, the human sex or slave trade. 
okay, under the watch of this puppet president, but the orphan trains. Okay, here's just a little bit of history of our own nation that people don't know about. And who owned the trains? Who ran the train lines? Who owned the railways? The robber barons. I talk about this a lot. Yeah. When we went and saw my wife and I went and saw the Biltmore Mansion in North Carolina, it's staggering. And the official story of the building of that thing is that Vanderbilt built the rail line to come right up to his property to deliver all of that expensive stuff imported from Europe, to deliver all the timber, to deliver all the stone, to deliver all of it. He owned the railroads and people don't even know about the orphan trains. Can you imagine the real history of the world, guys? So I always like to keep it simple, stupid, right? K-I-S-S. So for me, here's a question for you, dear Christian, brother in Christ, Chris. When we talk about, when the people talk about, when Christian leaders or people like Ben Shapiro talk about stand with Israel, we must stand with Israel because Bible says chosen people. Okay. Bible also says 10 commandments. And one of those pesky little commandments is thou shalt not kill. So how do we reconcile butchering 14,000 children and leveling a nation state, an open air prison full of innocence? They're not all in Hamas. How do we reconcile biblical directives like thou shalt not kill with stand with Israel at any cost, Chris? I, for one, as a Christian, can't. That's why this whole issue has woken me up. It's woken me up in spades. Zionism, killing people. We must stand with Israel any cost. Never mind, thou shalt not kill. Your thoughts? Well, we justify it like we always have justified it, like man since the fall in the garden has justified it, and that's for our own lust for self-justification. We can do anything and justify it in any one of a number of, of, of different ways. It's like how do we justify the firebombing of Dresden killing 100,000 Germans? How do we justify dropping the A-bombs a couple times and not to mention the firebombing of Tokyo and Osaka and all kinds of other cities? We can justify it while they started it. Uh, we have the right of self-defense. And that's one that they're being, they're using like crazy with Israel right now. Oh, they got the right of self-defense. Hamas started it. It's all Hamas. Well, the two point whatever, 2.2, 2.3 million formerly Palestinians that were at least in Gaza they're not all Hamas. All we're doing is justifying wholesale murder, which goes perfectly with the plans, the eugenicist plans of the of, of the globalists. So they will justify anything, especially if you got the entire media, Mockingbird horror media behind them to just keep programming this into the minds of every American meat robot, which is all we are. We are so programmable and history shows that unless we try to break out of that programming, unless we make a concerted effort to think for ourselves and seek sources of truth, different sources of truth, not just CBS or CNN, but SGT report, Dave Janda, Mike Adams, you name it, all these different sources out there and use our brains, which so few people are doing now, especially since the fluoride in the waters and the and the uh, the clot shot and the you name it, the geoengineering, whatever else is going on. People are just not thinking. They're 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 going for the bread and circuses, which has been proven to win over millennia. Um, so th- that's the only answer I have, Sean, is that it's 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 the inherent sin of humans since the fall that we will justify any evil that we perpetrate or that our masters perpetrate. Yeah. And the other thing I'd like to say is, uh, wasn't it Voltaire? I'm not sure who actually said this, but to learn who rules over you, simply look at those you cannot criticize, because don't you find it fascinating? Right. They yeah, have like behind this like an impenetrable shield of strength, like they're super people because they hide behind this label of 
Zionism or behind this label of Jew. And therefore, if you want to criticize their actions because their actions are evil, you can't do so without be called, being called an anti-Semite in the mainstream media. And I just find it super fascinating. They hide behind this thing like a magical shield, don't they? They absolutely do. That is a great quote. And it's totally the truth. And uh, Woodrow Wilson, the quote that you gave, talking to Dr. Dave as well about the, well, if you have it handy, read it off, but it is so accurate that, and it, I think we can see that with the Alex Jones thing. If he would not say the word Zionism, he is not saying that word as a mouthpiece for whoever he truly represents. I want to believe he is, uh, he's uh, on the side of good, just like I want to believe Elon Musk in some respect is as well. But it's really hard when there's a, a a clear example of him not saying one word, which is the word that we should all be talking about, not about Jews, about Zionists that want to rule over us and depopulate us. We're the carbon they want to reduce. Well, that's right. And when Bill Gates, he did that famous TED talk, you know, we need to innovate to zero by 2050. He right. literally showed four things. One of those things was the world's population. But I'll tell you what, to get to zero, to innovate to zero, zero carbon emissions by 2050, and now they fast track that because they know that they're losing and people are talking about this and they're seeing right through the charade and they hate Bill Gates. Do you know, I've heard that India will prosecute Bill Gates if he sets foot in the country again and he'll be executed for his crimes. These people are maniacal and incredibly, incredibly evil. By the way, Bill Gates' parents were in the Fabian Society. They were already into the depopulation. And uh, so that's who reared Bill Gates. By the way, his dad was the head of Planned Parenthood for some period of time. But uh, yeah, here's the quote Woodrow Wilson talking about somewhere. There's something so organized and subtle and watchful and interlocked and complete, so pervasive that the men who want to condemn it better not speak above their breath when doing so. It's really important. I think he's talking about the money masters. He's talking about and he allowed it. It was Woodrow Wilson under his watch that allowed the 1913 Federal Reserve Act to come into play so that these people could control our printing presses. And uh, I think oh, and then he, talking he about took it. us right into, into World War One as well. Most uh, the statistic I saw recently was 87 percent of the population did not want to go into this European war. And he they manipulated and they had a false flag event, sinking of the Lusitania get, to get the American public manipulated into going into the war and they did it and it shaped the it shaped the world, you know, immeasurably changed the shape of the world and the globalist nature and and continued on the plan of 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 the elites and what they wanted. America, the thriving republic, free enterprise between the Federal Reserve and World War One, well, it goes back really to the Civil War and the uh, authoritarian strengthening of the federal government by Lincoln and not letting the, the states on their own free will secede from a from a constitution that they join on their own free will. So it really goes back to the Civil War. But Woodrow Wilson did a lot of good work for the globalists. Yep. And uh, since then, a lot of others in positions of power have done a lot of good work for the globalists. And we've come full circle because that puppet sitting in the White House right now, that bitter pill to swallow, because we all know there was a coup in 2020, Joe Biden, he I've never seen. Hey, could you dream of anybody doing a better job destroying a nation than him? Day one, he closes the XL Keystone pipeline. And now the borders are wide open. And Mayorkas says, I give myself an A for effort on the borders. Are you kidding me? All engineered. Totally engineered. Brilliantly. As a, as engineered. a veteran, though, this must keep you up at night. This may, I mean, honestly, our, our founding fathers must be spinning in their graves. 
Well, they got to be, um, unless we go the rabbit hole of the Masonic origins of the of the country and the fact that they were elites at that time and everything too. That that probably begs yeah. You know what though? I don't. That doesn't keep that. me up at night because I don't buy that. I just don't because they gave us property rights. They gave us this beautiful thing for You're the right. first time in American in, for the first time in human history. The Constitution and a Bill of Rights that recognizes our rights, our natural rights. They're not given to us by any would-be dictator like Joe Biden. Therefore, no would-be dictator can take our rights away. They're God-given natural rights. Period. I love, I love that you put it that way. You're 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 exactly right, and I, I want to investigate that more. But like I've told you, I'm I'm at the point where I'm going to what if pretty much anything I've been taught by the government school system to include the founding of the country. But you're right; they preserve the property rights, the Bill of Rights in the Constitution, states' rights, limited federal government. All that stuff was in effect until the Civil War, which was not about slavery. If you look at it, it was not about slavery. It was about bringing the southern states by force back in. And slavery was an afterthought or an effect of it later on that they made to manipulate the masses into thinking that it was all about righteousness. It was not. Slavery is evil, uh, but they were already starting to come around on that. The Civil War is all about taking away the states' rights. And once you took away the states' rights, and then the the trifecta they had in 1913 with voting for senators and the income tax and the Federal Reserve System, that just accelerated everything. And that's where we are. That's where we are today. Yeah. Well, and guess what? See, this is such an important topic and we don't need to go off on a tangent regarding slavery. But I just want to point out that slavery, human slavery on planet Earth is still alive and well with open borders and child sex trafficking, 85,000 missing kids. Where do you think oh, yeah. guys are they living I, happily on some island playing and you know having a good time as children? No, they are in the human slave trade. Okay, another I've been, case to Haiti. I've been to Haiti and I've seen it in action. It is going on all over the place. If it's going on there and the Clinton connection and everything else, you know it's happening. Yeah, Laura Sills be caught at the border of Haiti trying to traffic out 33 children. Who came to her aid? Yep. The Clintons. Okay, another case in point. Exactly. That witch cackles. We came, we saw, he died, and they murdered Gaddafi and they turned Libya after stealing the gold into the number one human slave trade in the world is taking place on the streets of Libya. And here's the other thing regarding slavery. You know, people want to throw the founding fathers under the bus. Let me point out that the human slave trade has been a problem throughout human history, and the founding fathers helped put an end to it. And one last thing I'd want to note as we come full circle is that for those that don't know, the ships in the early days of the human slave trade were Jewish-owned, largely Jewish-owned slave trading ships. That's a fact. Look it up. And a lot of the people, a lot of the people guilty of enslaving black Africans in Africa and putting them on those Jew-owned slave ships were black people in power in Africa. So we're not going to throw the founding fathers under the bus when they're the ones who helped end this whole thing. And that's just the real history that will never be taught in any American school, not at least until we take our country back, Chris. And it's going to continue to make people shut down and trigger them as soon as you start making using any one of these these trigger words, whether it's Zionism or slavery. You know, there's people have been programmed to think what the government school system has taught them for decades and centuries. And it's just going to cause a problem. And so having those conversations, getting getting people to consider that the lies they see and the evil they see in the world, there is a root cause for all that. And uh, and just considering what if what if what I've been taught by the government for my whole life and the media and Hollywood and Wall Street, what if it's full of lies? All right. I've got a what if for you, audience and Chris. Check this out. 
what if what you're being told about your pension, dear teacher who just retired, we know two of these people in Illinois, you're going to love this, Chris, man and a woman, both teachers in Illinois for years and years and years, they both just retired. And what they've reported to their friends really makes me laugh. They're very excited. They just retired. And uh, as they note all their friends, as they kind of brag about the retirement, they will be getting an, an amount equal to more than they were earning as teachers for the rest of their lives in their pension. And I laughed. I laughed. I told my wife, no, they ain't. Not more than another five years is my guest. Illinois is hopelessly bankrupt, as is the state of California. And what if, dear listener, y'all have been lied to about everything as our borders are wide open and the national debt interest payment is now larger than the DOD budget on an annual basis. Guys, it might be time to prepare. And I got good news for you. You're going to get something free here from my buddy, Chris K from readyhusband.com. You can go to the site as you can see it here. And if you want to go down, you can get the free outline and it is a juicy, well-orchestrated map for you to learn how to prepare heart, soul, mind, and body. Prepare for what's coming, guys. This isn't fear-mongering. It's just intelligent. It's wise, isn't it, Chris? It's wise to prepare. Yeah, you got to maintain a situational awareness, whether you're in a a cockpit or a husband in a suburban environment. You got to be aware of what's going on. And the debt clock, like you just showed it, the printing press is a false balance. They have it. We don't. Proverbs 11.1 says a false balance is an abomination to the Lord. And whether you think biblically or mathematically with $34 trillion in debt, that's even acknowledged, not to mention unfunded liabilities, et cetera, et cetera, derivatives, you name it. Whether you think biblically or mathematically, that will never, ever be paid back. And biblically, it's an abomination. So it this whole house of cards, financial cards, it is going to fall at some point, whether it's five years five days, five months, who knows, but it has to come down. And so every every man, woman, and child, every individual, everybody should prepare for contingencies, whether it's a man-made uh, disaster or a natural disaster, a blizzard in Minnesota. You know, we have a blizzard here, Sean, and it's minus 20, and I don't have a wood-burning stove and the grid goes down. I'm in a situation. I got to prepare for that. Or if it's a hurricane, if you're in Florida, or you, a tornado in Texas, prepare for natural disaster, but prepare for man-made contingencies, which we've already seen in other parts of the world. We've seen the hyperinflation. We've seen them with wheelbarrows full of uh, fiat printed currency trying to buy a loaf of bread. People kill each other over loaves of bread in some places. And so lawlessness in the streets, we saw it in Minneapolis and Portland and you name it. All these things have happened and can happen. And to think that it can't happen in our neighborhood and can't happen in the United States is just putting your head in the sand. So I did the family prep plan and the website is myreadyfamily.com. The family prep plan that Sean was just showing, it's a simple seven part plan. You can get that free outline, which starts out with personal preparation and goes into provisional prep- preparation with uh, with the real money and water and food. And that free outline has the entire second, first and second categories of the plan and those are the most critical. And if you get past that, like right there where it says, if you want to go actually get the full family prep plan, and there's tons of links. These are not affiliate relationships at all that I have. These are just websites, do it yourself or websites, purchase websites where you can equip yourself. You go here, you put credit card in for 25 bucks, one-time payment, and you can't even get lunch at Chick-fil-A for that anymore. 
and uh, you'll get an email with a receipt and an email with a password where then you go into the full family prep plan, all seven steps, and you can really diligently in a simple, practical way, prepare your family, your neighborhood, your community for whatever is going to come. Yeah. And one thing I'd add to guys is uh, what's super great here about even the free outline is that it's full of hyperlinks to videos that will teach you how to do stuff that you may not know how to do. I mean, I don't know how to do most of this stuff. And Chris makes a great point. And I've said this a million times, Chris, if, for instance, we know about Cyber Polygon, and by the way, that new movie starring uh, Julia Roberts, uh, right. used in part by Obama and Netflix, leave the world behind. They're fear-mongering about a cyber event that would collapse society. So people need to prep. And I do fear that if the grid went down, the death count would be off the hook in the Northern Hemisphere, especially if it happened in the winter. I mean, God help us. Can you imagine how dependent we are how dependent the average person is on a light switch working when you turn it on and a temperature control working, your uh, HVAC working when you turn on the heat or your gas fireplace working. We're solely dependent on that. And don't even get me started about the 48 hour just in time delivery in grocery stores. The grocery stores would be empty within two or three days if the grid went down, Chris. And most people are woefully, woefully unprepared in a nation where the average person does not have $500 for an emergency. Right. And then the whole intent of the family prep plan and all those do-it-yourselfer videos and links to buy stuff, it's to accelerate your preparedness. So all the work that I've done and all these other people, some way smarter people than me and a lot of website uh, links that I have on there, survival blog and other places, they have done so much work that we can all benefit from benefit from to accelerate our own preparedness and the first step is the most important step just start to do something it can be intimidating but with a plan that just costs 25 bucks or just use the free plan uh you can you can take the intimidation factor out and take action and prepare yourself and your family that's your responsibility every husband that's your responsibility every wife that's your responsibility well you know what i love about you man you decided to go public and that's your responsibility. I mean, you decided to go and start doing interviews about these things. And that takes courage because, you know, these days, and by the way, it was just, uh, what's his first name? Bernstein. He was just on with uh, Tucker Carlson. And he talks about that very fact. People are starting to realize that they have no choice but to speak up because we are being hunted like prey in the forest. Like at one of those Rothschild castles, we're like little children running for our lives and we're being hunted. And people are waking up and there is no more ability to sit idly by because paycheck, because job. You have to speak out or your progeny will die. Even if you get your pension, you're sitting there in Illinois and you get your pension for five, 10 years, you're being hunted. Let me show you exactly what I mean. And then we'll part ways with our good buddy, Chris. Yeah. Psalms 12, 8. On every side, the wicked prowl as vileness is exalted among the children of man. Well, why would I show you that? How about this? The AARP just told its 38 million members to get an eighth jab of the mRNA bioweapon. You just can't make this up, guys. We're being hunted. And that's why I'd like to believe you're all here listening to this broadcast, the real news from SGT Report and SGTReport.com. And of course, MyReadyFamily.com. That's the website. Get the free outline at least. And then if you want to pay it forward and you want to pay a patriot for his time, to put that thing together for you, get the full outline for a mere $25. Chris, I'll give you the last word, and I want to thank you for your time today, brother. That was great, Sean. Always fun to come on with you or spend any time with you at all. The last word I would say is 
please consider in what if the scenario of the open borders. We've got the equivalent of two Marine Corps of people coming across, two Marine Corps coming across the border every single month, 10,000 people a day sometimes. And you look at the videos that are coming across, the proof of the the cross-section, the demographic that's coming across, it is largely military-age males, Chinese, all kind, from all over the world. And so if I were the leader, leader of China and I wanted to take down the U.S. and I had an open border, I would have division upon division. And I'm talking 20,000 people per division in a military sense. I would, I would have them staged in the United States. They've got the billions of dollars. They've got access to the globalist uh, resources. They can have an apartment. They're giving them 2200 bucks a month, I guess, out of the U.S. Treasury already. Uh, and who knows how many weapons caches are, are located all over. So there is a huge threat of millions of people, enemies of the Republic, enemies of our liberty that have been coming across that border. So consider and what if that scenario a little bit and you got to step up. We got to communicate with our friends and neighbors and family and we got to prepare our families. 100%. I'll show one last thing too. Just to tease an upcoming interview later this week, I have Bix Weir coming back on, and we're going to talk in detail about the DTCC, because for those listening, maybe you've got an account and you're not beholden to a pension. You're not one of these Illinois teachers bragging about getting more than you ever made as a teacher in your pension for the next rest of your life, right? Even if you're a guy with 10 million bucks, 20 million bucks, 100 million bucks, you got all this money in the stock market. You own Apple stock, you think. You own Google stock, you think. Well, guess what? The DTCC actually owns it all. The great taking exposes the financial endgame. And the great taking is all about the DTCC, which Bix Weir and I talked about 10 years ago because he did an interview with the History Channel and it was the horrible truth the History Channel refused to air. They interviewed Bix for two hours, talked about the DTCC, and they never aired that part. We're going to talk about it in detail this week, so stay tuned. Guys, I can't thank you enough for tuning in. We'll say our goodbyes to Chris. Chris, buddy, thank you so much. Good to see you. Thank you, Sean. See you, pal. All right, brother. I will leave the link below to myreadyfamily.com, guys. Click on it. Take a look. At least get the free outline. I mean, why wouldn't you? And then if you want to pay it forward, get the full outline for 25 bucks. And I want to remind you all, every single day for free, you can join us for free at thelibertymill.com thephaser.com where I hand select videos that are getting increasingly difficult to find because of the algos at YouTube specifically. And of course, last but not least, sgtreport.com guys, that is the antidote to corporate propaganda in all of those Zionist mainstream mockingbird media lies. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. On the international front, I believe we're setting up a false flag operation, a huge operation in the Middle East so that we can extend the war at the behest of the syndicate to Iran, one that they hope, none, none of us hope, but that they hope that they can take nuclear. It's not the Rothschilds or the Rockefellers, the Lazards or the Pincuses, the Warburgs or the Seifs or the Paysur families that go to war and die. It's the Joneses and the Smiths and the Jandas and the Allens and the you name it, right? The useless eaters.